Hey there, party people. Did you know that Encounter Party is now an official Dungeons & Dragons television show? You can find our second campaign on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel, available now on Plex and Freebie. We have new episodes every Tuesday night at 9pm, and the show is available on demand next day on Plex. For links and to learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com. Now, please enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, this episode features very strong language and depictions of graphic violence. Listener discretion is advised. The following adventure is meant to be enjoyed parallel to the current campaign. Everything you're about to hear was improvised entirely on mic, and there's no way of telling what will or will not carry over into Season 3. For now, please enjoy another Encounter Party Extra Adventure, Flame Broiled, a Piazza Delivery. Ravnica, city of guilds, of enchantment, a punishing realm of hard knocks and hard times, especially for four citizens down on their luck, beaten, betrayed, and broke. No direction, no benefactor, no coin, and no windows. Our party is down one member yet again in the city that takes everything and gives nothing. You guys want some magic items? Yes. Yes. Sure. Uh, yeah. there's, there's also there's there's that giant room of magic items yeah, yeah. that Andrew screwed you out of in series one. There's <laughs> those four Eddie items. Eddie screwed us out of. No. He did, because then um, he went in there and found him, and he was like, I don't think we should touch anything. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway. Lozach looks over his shoulder back into the private office of the late Rufir Alfonso III and ransacks it. As you begin perusing through the remains of what were this being's interpretations of Mr. Alfonso's abode, you find a couple of magic items from way, 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 way back in Series 1 you never took with you. There is, in a small glass case a rather expensive-looking medallion of the Azorius symbol. There is a 50-foot piece of blue rope coiled in the corner, and there is also a like a quarter staff or a walking staff that has the end of it carved into the effigy of a fish. You also find in a cabinet a decent-sized vial of poison, um, which way, way back, Perix... I found on a detect ritual and poisons and diseases. Right. And it was the one that you can't identify. You are not familiar with what that poison is. But you know it's poison. And probably a third of a bottle left of liquid poison. Any, uh... Meaning alcohol. Any monies in here while we're ransacking? No. Damn it. (laughs) This is... A throwback to episode one, but is the shield of missile attraction there? We sold it. They sold it. Oh, I thought you sold it to him. Oh, we did sell it to him. It's not there. I'm not giving you the drugs and the money, too. (laughs) That's gone. Uh, Perix would like to inspect the fish staff. Yep. See if he can tell anything about what it is. So Lauren would like to look at the blue rope. So we'll start with the Azorius medallion. It looks to contain some type of inherent magic ability, but can only be used by the Azorius. So it must be attuned. I'm going to say that you would need an Azorius member present to be able to identify specifically what it does. Sure. Because it looks to be something utilized within their guild pretty exclusively. Um, The blue rope is a 50-foot magical rope that as an action, whoever's holding it can basically make it crawl up surfaces like a snake. So instead of having to throw a rope, 
or manipulate a rope in any way, you can command the rope and it will snake up along any surface, obviously restricted by terrain difficulty, um, and then it can coil itself uh, around anything for whatever useful purposes you need it to do. Any limits? As far as what? Like once a day, twice a day, or just forever? Nope, that's just what it does. Okay. That'll help with the torture. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, also... It just takes it out of your hands. But also, uh, yeah. no. <laughs> um, and the fish is a magical quarterstaff of fish summoning. Once per day, its wielder can summon a fish. How big a fish? Can In, I summon a whale? No. Damn it. The fish is equivalent enough for sustenance for one day. Does it have any attack ability? It's a quarterstaff. Regular quarterstaff, no pluses, no minuses, no Regular quarterstaff. Summon a fish. Copy that. Give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Give a man a quarterstaff with a fish, he eats fish every damn day. Workshop it. Uh, it's yours now. <laughs> thanks. I think Perrick is actually kind of excited by it. <laughs> not going to lie. Go, Trouty. Yeah. I choose you. I mean, this is really not going to help your frogman, fishman image. And it, it summons the fish like it has to be used next to water or a fish flies out of it. A, like, fish, fl- a fish flies out of it. Oh, I'm going to throw fish at people <laughs> all day. What up? You are going to receive the nickname fishman very quickly. That's as fine. Sarah. He welcomes fishman <laughs> at this point. <laughs> He will stop fighting it in return for fish slapping people. I'm a frog uh, who summons fish. That yes, makes you a fish. Yes, it's man. not that confusing. <laughs> I'm a fish frog. Uh, Lorzach takes the poison. Oh, shit. Okay. What is the poison? Do I get to identify it? I mean, you can try and identify it again, but you did. I- oh, right. I identified right. it before and I couldn't right. tell what it was. You, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you must have encountered the poison in some either personally or through education in order to understand what this is. And with the researcher background, I know where I can find any information if it is attainable in a library or a tome. Do I know where I could learn about this poison and go learn? There's a big public library in the 10th district. And the tome that would tell me what this poison is exists in there? It is the largest collection of public... All right. Um, I'm trying to find out if it came from this plane. The DM makes up. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, great. That's <laughs> yes. all we're doing here. Gotcha. Yes. <laughs> DM Brian says, come visit Ravnica Public Library, okay, where you can access great. the largest collection of public information available to all Ravnican citizens. And that was really the point of the question. <laughs> no guild membership required. Great. On Tuesday nights, take free Vidalcan classes at the Ravnican Public Library. Would Lord Zetch be able to roll medicine or nature to identify the poison? You want to open the bottle? Just lick it a little bit. No, waft it. Waft it. Science, come on. A little, little fingertip to the tongue action. No, he'll wait. That's how you decide if it's coke or not. That's not how you decide if it's poison. That's how Sarah you get babe. a coke addiction. Not how you te- That's how you test for coke and get addicted to coke. He'll 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 field test it first. <laughs> he'll field test it first. Hey, Saloran, come over here. Hey, beggar kid, hold this. <laughs> okay, so before we go any further, um, how about a long rest? Yes, yes, please. please. <laughs> Thank you. You do happen to be like in this apartment, and uh, we beat up. I don't know if you've noticed. Exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, all your beds are still here. Oh, well, good. And Saloran can take someone's bed. Well, thank you to the stranger for maintaining our beds. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't really think this far through, but there's no reason you can't still use the apartment. Yeah. I was right? Is it paid just... for for a while? He bought the building. Yeah, oh, yeah. great. Who owns it now? Well, the Demir. Well, <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> Rufir, Rufir Alfonso III owns the building and Just it is known dead. that you live there. Hey, uh he's my uncle. Yeah. Perix looks at Saloran yeah. and says, this might be mildly unethical. <laughs> Go on. Do you know how to draw up a will? I know a guy. And that guy is me. Can that will be faked to leave us the building? You're asking me to write a fake contract? Yes. Uh I mean it's not a contract. It's a will, will and it, testament. Right? Yeah. Great. You'd be in trouble with the Azorius if this doesn't go through. But you'd be litigated by the Orzhov. So when it comes to legal stuff, you're kind of on both ends. 
Can Rufier Alfonso III please leave us a building? You'd have to go hustle back to Orzova to do that, but yeah. I'll have to contact some sources at Orzova, but I think I can make that work. All right. Perix loves this idea. Real estate (laughs) fraud, murder, (laughs) torture. Where are we at? Table? Dude, Perix, your alignment is so fucking far below acceptable at this point. It's so neutral. No, no. He only makes actions that help the party. No, neutral. Good or bad. No, neutral. You have committed crimes, my friend. (laughs) No, no, no. Multiple crimes. Neutral means he only makes decisions to help the party. Attempted murder. Aiding and abetting a criminal. Forgery. Fraud. <laughs> I stand by it. Trespassing. Sure. Just keep throwing them on. Give me another one, judge. <laughs> um, so, yes, we're going to take a long rest. Okay. You guys want to level up? Yes. yes. Hell yes. You are now level eight. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Zenya. So, what do you guys want to do? Morning comes and Saloran pieces out and goes to Orzova. (laughs) I mean, are you guys going to meet up again anywhere? We wake up, he's gone. Uh, (laughs) Dave, thanks so much for spending time with us. uh, Can we go to the leg end? I mean, yes. Why? Why? Slash, what's the leg end? Oh, right. Perks has never been there. (laughs) (laughs) For a drink. I'd say we've earned one. Or two. Wherever you go, Saloran will be able to find you. So that's a little horrifying. <laughs> I know where you go uh, everywhere. So just to recap. Yeah, no, there's a <laughs> Yeah, Do we want, let's let's recap at the bar. Great. Okay. Over a pint. Hey, Over can Perrick take a quick swing down to the Simic though? Cuz like he hasn't he does have a job and we've just kind of ignored it for a season and a half yeah, at this that's point. True. That's true. We're in the combine. Are Can you I just, just go, going to check in? You just go see, like, hello. I still work here. Here's what's been happening. Uh, hey, Mazzara. I'm, I'm a go again. Yeah, just checking in. Yeah. Uh, what What level were you when you left? I arrived uh, three. I arrived as level three character. Oh, for real? Yeah. I think that. Okay. That. So I'm level eight now. <laughs> yeah. That, Come back. Um, you want some? You want some renown? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I I would say you've probably earned at least rank one within your guild, whatever that gets you. Technician. Sure. Uh, what does it get you? So before I run my mouth, you know that bird that flies around sometimes. I'm going to make it not a bird now and something a little more flavorful because technician gets to operate on the familiar and give it one random adaptation from the minor adaptations table. Okay. So you get like a little mini pet crisis? Yeah. Well, no, I get it. I get a familiar with a crisis adaptation. Oh, that rules. Yeah, I know. Actually. Okay. Uh, Do you want to determine what that is before you Yeah, because it? You, it doesn't show up on every familiar. You have to pick a familiar. Oh, and you get this because I was dumb and opened my mouth and gave you a rank. Of yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. That's how that works. Groovy. So for my first experiment as a simic technician, yes. I am going to operate on an octopus. Oh, sick. I'm going to have a little squiffy, squiffy octopus roaming at my side. Crab octopus? Could be, depending on the random adaptation. Oh, That's man. one of the adaptations. So uh, how does this work? Because if I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, the adaptation requires you 1d6 days to complete it. You have to work on it for at least eight hours a day. Yeah, I'm going to have to chill here for a couple days. I'll send a message with my little spell slot back to them being like, hold down the fort for three days or however long. It has to be in a Simic laboratory. Right, but don't like have everyone sitting around wasting time before you go to the leg end. Roll a D6. Be a one. <laughs> Andrew, can you confirm? It is a one. Ah, bugger. <laughs> it takes me eight hours to do whatever I'm going to do. And that's in the morning, so you guys will meet up at the leg end tonight, that, and you'll have an adaptation. And I'll have an octopus Shut adaptation. Up. <laughs> Shut up. All right, fine. I'm taking a picture of it for those of you at home who are going to go, stop using plot oh, to man. satisfy this. No, that, that actually worked out. <laughs> I did not think it would. <laughs> uh, I thought I was going to be able to get you without a familiar for like six days. It was going to be great. No. Can you call him Carl? Let's find out what adaptation he gets. Everyone ready? Oh, yeah. yeah. What is coming to this octopus? It is a D8 on the minor adaptations table. 
Fuck off. Oh, come on. <laughs> this is the greatest flavor. Also doesn't really, it feels like he would have already had it. Ink cloud? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I look up octopus? Because it feels like that's do? a feature the octopus already has. While underwater, the crisis or octopus, can use a bonus action to expel a cloud of ink, then move up to its speed. The ink cloud is stationary, fills a 20-foot radius sphere centered on a point in the octopus's space before it moves. The sphere is heavily obscured until the ink disperses after one minute. Underwater? Yeah. Useful. Okay. Well, I have an octopus that predictably shoots ink. <laughs> Well, that worked out for you, my friend. Okay, so you guys are going to head over to the leg end? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you guys head back over to the leg... I can't believe we're doing this. You're going to go to the leg end in the third district, Theater Row. It's about supper time, I imagine. And you guys head over, you walk into the bar, and there's some patrons in there... Couple of Boros soldiers, couple of people, but you know, it's back to its usual sort of calmness because it's been months since the festival. And you know, when you walk in, people see you. And uh, don't forget, as soon as you walk in, all your martial weapons just shoot, 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 up against the back wall. So all your martial weapons disappear. Bye, fish staff. Yep. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you just see, oh, Dodgy, I'm so sorry, buddy. You just look up and there's Dodgy who looks up in the thing, and he, he kind of looks over the crowd, but I think he spots Fakara and then spots the elf and just goes, oh, no, 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 no. No, let, we're not going to... Get gonna out go, of no, my bar! No, we're not going to cause any trouble this time, I promise. You're not going to cause anything! Right, because we're just going to have a drink, maybe have a meal. It's all going to be fine. He kind of looks around at the slight emptiness of his establishment and decides that the money might maybe be worth it. All right, just sit down, shut it, I'll bring you some food, and for the love of the angels, if you start anything, Fikara, I'll bring the whole Azorius court down on your head. Yes, sir. Thank you. He goes back to serving couple of people there's a small goblin at the end of the bar and uh <laughs> I, this lauren's got to show up so you guys are sitting down you get a drink you're waiting for some whatever scrumptials are like showing up and Saloran just very calmly does that sort of saloon entrance where the door opens and he just sort of stoically walks in until <laughs> your morning star goes flying up to stick to the wall above you uh something you weren't prepared for as you learn firsthand about uh, the Legend's magic spell. And then uh, you guys happen to look to see Saloran walk in. And by his side is a small gray pygmy wearing a golden half mask. Aww. I want you to meet my new friend, Brevin. Oh, no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you no, 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 we have that joke. But you can't. <laughs> they kept talking about a Brevin. And he likes the name. He thought it was going to be like really comforting. Like, because he never actually knew who Brevin was. How are we doing this? It's just weird. <laughs> the, the little pick me gives sort of a, a saddeningly innocent cheerfulness. Hello. The Grand Envoy thought it was fitting to promote me to a ministrant for my help in overthrowing the Ghost Council, so. I am now a minister within the Orzov Syndicate. Congratulations. Thank you. Question. How goes that will after going to Orzova? Is it going to take some time or do I have something for them? Um, I think it's being prepared. It's only been half a day, Dang but man. I think it's being taken care of. We don't look. We don't need to at our table. Encounter party doesn't need to role play the particulars of drawing up a will. Let's just say it's being taken care of. You kept mentioning a Brevin, so I thought I liked the name. What a strangely sentimental guild you all are. <laughs> Hello. It does like a weird little half skip, like... Yay! Oh, <laughs> I pet him. No, it's, Don't it, encourage him. Oh, yeah, you're also not allowed to touch him. Oh. So Lauren joins the party and, with a deep sigh, orders a drink and sits with them. What a day. And you just you just hear Dodgy from the No, 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 no. Get that thing out of my bar. Um, what is it? 
No, Dodgy, it's okay. It's what okay. Is no, it? no, Dodgy, it's okay. It's it's just fine. He like he like grabs like a mallet or something, like a rolling pin. But he's trying to use it as a martial weapon. It flies out of his hands. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Dodgy has resistance. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it does. And, oh, God, crap! <laughs> now his frying pan for the cook is gone. He he's like, ah, oh, crap! And he grabs something else, and that goes flying out of his hand. He just starts searching for stuff behind his bar he can beat it with before he finally, like, calms down and just be like, every time you're in my bar, something goes wrong! Peric snaps his fingers, and an octopus appears on the table. <laughs> <laughs> in the back <laughs> Dutch he just like leaves <laughs> There's like, everyone's kind of like decided that they're not going to take another round and you see people kind of making their way out of the bar seeing that the bartender is not there Soloran goes behind the bar grabs a bottle of wine whoa, 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 would you like anything oh no you, you, you walk around there's like one goblin left at the bar and you just hear him go uh, I wouldn't do that <laughs> Oh no! I, uh, you know, this is uh, there's a lot of Boro soldiers uh, who like to drink here, and I just don't think they're going to be too happy with you stealing uh, from Daji. I wasn't going to steal. And he pulls out a bag filled with uh, five Zeno. Five Zeno. That's it. <laughs> how much is the, the the stuff for? How much you guys are going to drink? Great. How much is it? Don't you have like an expense account? Exactly. That's why I'm offering you a drink. Thanks, yeah. Thanks buddy. It's going to cost you nine Zeno <laughs> for this one meal. <laughs> to be fair. I'm going to charge it to the expense account. Because you guys, uh, you can't, yeah, well, yeah, okay. So you drop some money. Ah, well, uh, as long as you're sharing. <laughs> this guy just holds out his tankard and gives it a little jiggle. <laughs> and then... He just gets a little drink and he and he just starts as around and gives like a little <laughs> raised glass to Lord Zach. He just goes, "Hey, elf buddy, how's it going?" Widget, uh, is that you? Yeah. Yep. And how are you enjoying your retirement? You know, there's a lot more free time than I was expecting. Uh, I drink a lot. I'm not proud of it, but it makes the time go by. What's up with you, clowns? <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly are we to begin? Wow. You guys look like you've been smacked around by something a way higher challenge rating than you're prepared to handle. Yes, that's that's eerily accurate. Yeah, been there. Made it out alive. How's the knife? Uh, I sold it. No. It was giving me the jeebers. The jeebers? Yeah. You know, the jeebers. Oh, the jeebas! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I hate it when that happens. And how is the Brigadier General? In one piece, I hope. Yeah, he made his way back to Sunholm. Uh, I'm not really sure what was going on. Uh, you know, as f as far as he spoke, he's still trying to make an effort to convert the young Minotaurs, trying to keep the rage down. You know, he he's a tough he's a tough boy. He certainly appears to be. Uh, Lorzach has a glass of wine. So Lauren does as well. So... At the end of a very tiring six days. Yeah. Do we need a recap? We've just experienced. <laughs> Barracks is quietly off in his own little mind, poking at an oh, octopus. Perics. I need a wisdom saving throw, my friend. Oh, yeah. It's a new day. Do. Plus five. Mm, the auras don't help in this particular case. Five. Oh. Oh. Uh oh. That's not good. You take five points of psychic damage. As you see flashes of a terrifying black maw. Perix isn't in a great mood. And you have a headache. Yeah. All day. But I got an octopus. <laughs> Perix looks around the table and goes, What <laughs> do we do now? Where are we going? What are we thinking? Is there anywhere we can go that we know we're safe for a second? I mean, have you thought about retirement? No. Oh, if I retired at this rank, I would never hear the end of it from my family. We don't exactly collect a pension. <laughs> I'd get too bored. I'm just putting it out there. All right. He's like not participating in your conversation, but deliberately not ignoring it. 
I have an insane idea. Lay it on us. We're relaxing, trying to enjoy regular life for a night. Anyone want to catch a show? Yeah! So, okay, so... Yes. No, no, here, here, here. no. no here's, here's the thing, though. We have had contact with almost every guild so far. What guild haven't we talked to? Well, we have not recently talked to the Rakdos, <laughs> who, I mean, we want to see a show. Yeah, I mean, that's what I, I mean, like, like. Well, there's the... It's there's, the only game in town. <laughs> there's the Azorius... You have not spoken to in an official capacity. Oh, that's true. We talked to a to a crazy lady. You've talked to, albeit a high-ranking emissary of the Selesnia, but you've not actually really breached that territory. Sure. Although, you kind of have, but not, you know, kind of. And the Rakdos, you have not really talked to at all. You just sort of stabbed them a bunch. Well... Be fair, they try to stab us. Yeah, I mean, there but, was, you know, dismemberment and skicks. But but the guilds... Out of character. Fuck the Rakdos. They killed skicks. <laughs> Can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Um, <laughs> the... So, hey, the goblins are very perishable. But of the guilds that are definitely involved in the conspiracy, as of now, the Rakdos aren't one of them. It's important to keep in mind, though, that when we're talking about people who are involved... Conspirators that you have found have been specifically acting on their own personal accord, not necessarily in the name of their guild. But many of them using a significant amount of resources that their guild can supply. True. Even if it's going off script for what the guild's responsibilities are, True. they generally command a bunch of resources, personnel, and material that the guild has access to. Yes. And we haven't seen the Rakdos at all. No. Just spitballing. Let's do it. We haven't talked to the Rakdos. Why the hell not? Let's see a show. I like shows. I'd like to try this self-care. Hey, thing. Brian. Fuck you guys. You want to go chat with the Rakdos? No, because now i got to make up a show, man. Are we are we doing this? Yes. We're going to go see a show. I want to yeah, see a Rakdos show. All right. Yes. Are there any soldiers that recognize me or I recognize them in the legend. You know, I know you've got that ability to summon soldiers, but you're kind of back in your own turf and I think people have a bit of a reputation when it comes to you and I think... Oh, I wasn't doing... I was just wondering if there was anybody in the bar that I knew. Oh, no. They've all cleared out by now because you guys are loud and pissing off dodgy. Hmm. (laughs) You hear from from the back, Are they gone? Uh, nope. Still here. Hey, uh, you want to see a show, Widget? Uh, all right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got a lot of time. Yeah, come on, let's go see a show. Dodgy, was it? What? You want to see a show? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Get out of my bar! Just hear him like screaming from behind the thing. He comes smashing out of the thing. No, I don't want to see a show. I don't want to see your stupid fish face ever again. Get out of my bar. Have a good night, Dodgy. Back off. See I'm you a later. frog. All right, I'm going to take off too. See you, Widget. Have a great night. <laughs> so Lauren steps out and Brevin waves. Bye-bye. <laughs> He's probably very polite. And of course, I'll cry when he dies. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I will. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I won't try to kill him. Uh, yeah. Okay. But you might sure. absorb him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, then we become one. You know, it's a different thing. Hey, uh, we'll we'll play the same rules. If you want to absorb him, it's ten HP in one spell slot of your choosing. But that's it. He's gone. You don't get another one. Yeah. So no goldfish tricks. <laughs> oh my god that's so dark okay um all right you <laughs> fuck you guys you want to go see a show yes all right give me a show on a scale of one to ten what kind of show do we want to go see uh opera something no, <laughs> no, 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 no. i can't guys i can't write a fucking rag those opera Come on. have some compassion here for your dm the odd couple no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Do we want to see like a burlesque? Do we want to sketch see a circus? Comedy. Oh, sketch comedy. Sketch comedy. Sketch 
comedy slapstick from the Rakdos. I want whose line is it anyway? Rakdos edition. Uh, you realize how many people are gonna die during that show? Oh yeah, I don't love that. <laughs> it's gonna, that sketch is gonna be stabbing somebody and laughing. How about a burlesque? That sounds less murdery. What's the least murdery of the Rakdos shows? Look, not all Rakdos shows are murdery. That's what I mean. Right, What's the least like, murdery of the Rakdos there, I shows? I mean, there's like a there's clubs. There's like Rakdos clubs. Where they just sing? Yeah, I mean, I they could, perform. Could take in some music. Oh. Look at Cabaret Act. Yeah. Oh my God, is there an yeah, open okay. mic? Cabaret? Cabaret. You want to take in a nice Rakdos Cabaret? How Hell about, yeah. no, can, can we have an open mic night? Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She brought it up. Okay. <laughs> you know who doesn't have performance? Derek. <laughs> yeah, this is my shock face. This is like a boring. Yeah. <laughs> so Lauren is actually oddly good at performance. This is about to be the greatest night of Parix's life. <laughs> this is great. Now I don't have to write Laura's Zatch, what's your performance? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the funniest number. <laughs> Okay, Brian, where are we going? Oh, let's see. Give me an investigation. We'll see what quality of a club you find. 20. 16. 7. Well, okay, so thankfully for you, Saloran is with you. And don't forget that many of the places around here, at least the buildings which the clubs are located, are owned by the Orzov banks. And there is a lot of Orzov influence in the area. So Saloran is able to kind of look around and be like, nope. Nope, definitely nope. Hey, this place looks nice. And takes you guys down into a, a rather respectable Rakdos club called... How you doing? <laughs> I don't... <laughs> the the Demon's Panties. <laughs> the Demon's Panties? I, I don't have no idea where, where that came where from. Where were you going? You had velvet something. Demon's <laughs> Panties is... What? I was I was gonna say like the velvet voice or the velvet the velvet demon the velvet demon we <laughs> workshopped it it works yeah the velveteen demon <laughs> <laughs> there it is nailed it yeah, we welcome to the velveteen demon cut and print <laughs> and ended up upset all right hold on let me find a map or something and now a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. Okay, you step inside what, uh, you know, party people at home, what you're imagining a, a nightclub with a velvet atmosphere would look like. There's a lot of tables, there's a bar, it's happening. Um, there's, I mean, probably some distinctive Rakdos people there, but I mean, for the most part, it's regular Ravnican citizens. You probably see a couple people for some other guilds, just some regular Joes hanging out and kicking around. Um, and you see, uh, a, a nice proscenium stage at the front that looks like they're gearing up for a cabaret. Shall we grab a table? Yeah, yeah let's stand. Yes. Sassy Fakara is here to play. Find an open table conveniently with the exact number of seats equal to the size of your party, which I'm, is five. Because well, of a I mean, throw? The uh, throw oh, Widget's here. Oh, Widget, right. Uh, no, because you invited me along. <laughs> yeah, my bad. We didn't forget about him. <sighs> All right. Glad you're here. I'm already having a great time. <laughs> um, so Lauren sends Brevin to get drinks for the table. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brevin the Thrall takes drink orders from everyone at the table. The finest red wine they have. Uh, a slightly less fine red wine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is a Rakdos establishment. They probably have good liquor. Water. Bourbon old-fashioned sweet style. Okay. <laughs> lime. Lime. Water. 
then and then Widget just looks at me and just goes, I fail. Okay. <laughs> Roll a percentile dice to see how accurate he can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Comes back with some green liquid. Oh, not good. <laughs> In a little bit of time. Brevin, they're not strong, so he's got a tray full of drinks, probably way more than he does. And he just... <laughs> as he's like swirling this shit around, almost falling over. And Saloran, you get a nice wine. <laughs> Lord's Edge, you get a pretty shitty wine. I mean, you get water. Like, there's yeah, nothing, yeah. There's nothing to that. Don't fuck up water. And Fikara, that's <laughs> a 12. <laughs> you just get a glass of black. <laughs> you know, I mean... Who knows so what's in it? Who knows what's in that drink? Nobody knows how to make a good old-fashioned anymore. So Lauren holds up his glass. Cheers. Can I get a... Can I get a constitution saving throw, please? <laughs> yes. <laughs> From everyone? No, just for Kara. Oh, yeah, yeah. just me. Aura. Just... Don't forget the aura. Oh, right, okay. So, plus five. And constitution... So that's a 21. Could you please roll two D100s? You can <laughs> choose the number. Oh, um, I'm suddenly regretting some life choices I may have made. <laughs> Go see a show, they said. It'll be fine. Okay, so that's a 14. And that is a 60. Let's go with the 14. 14? Yeah. What's on that random table, Brian? You cast confusion on yourself. <laughs> I do? Yep. Sweet. <laughs> uh, you can't take reactions and must roll a d10 at the start of each of your actions to determine your behavior. So, this is Fakara be, got drunk. This is going to be a fun performance, everybody. <laughs> okay, so you guys all have some drinks. You're sitting around this fun Rakdos club. It's a pretty cool atmosphere. I know your only exposure to the Rakdos has been like a straight-up murder circus, but you're seeing a slightly different side of the guild. They all are a very hedonistic, fun-loving, entertainment-based guild, but they're not all killing each other left and right every five seconds of the day. And you guys are sitting around uh, waiting for the cabaret, and you happen to notice that uh, like a, an MC kind of gets up on board, and we're going to do our best sort of demonic Joel Grey sort of like standing up on the stage. And just sort of this, Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Velveteen Demon. Tonight's performance provides much excitement and entertainment, as you can expect another splendid cabaret from us here in the Rectos Club. But first... We are an equally inclusive guild, and we would love to provide entertainment in every possible way that opportunity provides. So would you please help us with our warm-up act as we introduce one of our first ever attempts at open mic? You just... Any of you aspiring performers out there can sign up for a five-minute set over at the end of the bar. We'll be beginning shortly as soon as the list populates. Meanwhile, our cabaret performers are warming up backstage, so please help your drinks. Remember to drink minimum, and we'll see you all in a minute. I dash towards that list. <laughs> <laughs> With the boots of speed. <laughs> you guys want a show? You're gonna get a show. So Lauren slyly takes her drink and just drains it on the floor. <laughs> Smart. Oh, mm. uh, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Parix pours some of his water into it. Has the octopus drop a little ink so it's still black. <laughs> <laughs> so it's still black. She doesn't notice. Inspiration. <laughs> Y'all are my favorite. Uh... That's that's good comedy. So Lauren, <laughs> so Lauren goes up to the sign-up list and signs Lorzach's name on the list. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sits back down, none the wiser. Perix casts Sending to ask him in his mind, 
Did you just do what I think you did? <laughs> oh, you know it. <laughs> Brevin the Thrill thinks you just signed your own name down. And he starts massaging your shoulders. <laughs> what are we doing? Don't know, but I'm into it. So, EMC <laughs> gets back up on the stage. No, I'm so excited to try this new thing without any consequence whatsoever. <laughs> First up on the stage, we have, oh my, a Boros Legionnaire herself. Everyone, please give a loud applause for Miss Fakara Audrun. Applause, applause, applause. Herrick will applaud. He's excited for whatever. The octopus, he commands to applaud a little bit. Widget just takes a big gulp, occupying his mouth and his hands, so he doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> Fakara. You get five minutes. Okay. Can I get a D10, please? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> five. <laughs> the creature doesn't move or take actions this turn. <laughs> you get up there and just freeze. <laughs> and it's silence as stage fright overtakes you. <laughs> and the only sound in the entire club is just... Oh, that's not good. <laughs> Perix attempts to, to break her freeze by going, you got it. <laughs> and then it's just, uh, uh, oh, oh uh, good good try, my dear. <laughs> the guy just kind of shoves you off and just so, well, a bit of a rocky start, but that's okay. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. You just, you just get shoved immediately off. Um, well, that's it can't so all good. be that bad, right? I'm so glad you're confused right now. And he pulls up the list and he goes, and next up for aspiring performers, uh, I'm not, uh, this is a Law, Lozachi, the great Lozachi. Parish looks right at Lars Atchin and starts clapping. And Brevin the Thrall is like, yeah! Uh, disguises his absolutely appalled look of confusion, stands quietly, drains his drink, and walks on stage. <laughs> and there's a slight moment of uncertainty. And the tension sort of ripples out from the stage before he looks off stage and says, may I have some music, please? <clears throat> the MC is just like, play, play. And he takes a moment and snaps his fingers. Lights. And something sort of, his head starts to move. And this beetle about the size of his hand crawls up and out from his hair and nestles on his finger. And Lorzach performs the most thrilling circus act you have ever seen with a small dead bridge Goliath beetle. What did you roll on performance? A 20. Shut up! Natural. Well, that is a nat 20 for a total of 25 for animal handling. No way! Saloran is very impressed. He creates a loop of fire using his flaming blade that the beetle flies through <laughs> with supernatural grace, animal athleticism, the like of which has not been seen in the history of Ravnica. People tell their children about this performance. <laughs> Beetles become popular pets. <laughs> A boutique industry of raising beetles as household pets becomes commonplace in the Undercity <laughs> for the next decade. And then, at the very end of your performance, as your beetle performs its coup de gras pose trick, all around behind you on the base on the ground are just little crackles of explosions as small fireworks go off around your base, and then you just hear down at the table... I got you, elf buddy. <laughs> Widget just throws some small explosives on the stage to create a big finish for you. Yeah. 
That's a show. <laughs> My entire purpose in life has been a lie. <laughs> ah, you know what? Raising Beatles. Might be, might be a way to spend my retirement. Uh, so you go down. That was up. That was up. up. And then the, the, the MC comes flying up on stage. Oh, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Bravo. Bravo. Well, now, um, perhaps we should get on to the main event. And it just like everyone kind of gets something. I don't think any of you other open mic flunkies are going to be able to top that. So, Fakara <laughs> <laughs> cries just a little harder. Um, my cabaret dears, good luck following that act, ladies and gentlemen, the Velveteen Cabaret. <laughs> and then the, you see the cabaret begin to perform, and it's a bunch of you know lace and bustier, rakdos women doing some dancing and a rather seedy, you know, kind of performance because it's the Rakdos. And there's nothing really highbrow about this whatsoever. But you guys are sitting down um, at the table and you see the uh, the MC sort of come over in his like wacky makeup and his frilled collar and his, you know, everything is black and red. Pulls up a table in front of him and he goes, that was absolutely amazing. Where did you possibly learn and develop that technique? Uh, somewhere in the outskirts of Karazda. Oh, my... We must try and recruit them more often. How do you feel about a performance contract? I'm his manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you have if you want to work with my client, you'll have to talk to me directly. Yeah, the monies. Give us the monies. <laughs> Thank you, Brevin. Like, you gotta like hold him back a little bit. <laughs> Oh, oh, yes, of course. Uh, negotiating a, you know, a seven performance a week schedule. We could have you touring all the best places in Ravnica. Uh, Lord Zatch will write down the address of the building that Rufir Alfonso III owns. Send the details and we'll be in touch. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. You drink on me tonight, Dove Corinne. So, while Lorzach begins contemplating a new stage name for his future career after you guys, uh, you know, stave off the apocalypse, the cabaret performers are doing their dance, and they're quite good. You can see why this club is pretty popular. Um, and then you just sort of quietly hear a gruff, deep voice that finds its way through the music to your ears. And you just hear, Hey, you're pretty skilled. Want a job? And you guys kind of do a little searching around, and there's like a ogre in kind of a heavy coat just sitting alone in one of the booths in the back. Yeah, I want to talk to you. And Widget, Did you hear that? I mean, Widget gives the predictive, oh, that's not good. <laughs> Is this anyone you know? I mean, look, nobody sits quietly alone in the back trying to talk to strangers. It's not good. Yeah, let's talk to some strangers. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. You guys shuffle over. It's it's like one of those big, like, horseshoe booths, and he's just sitting there alone, and he sits down, he's like, I gotta say, that was a pretty great performance there, elf guy. Beginner's luck. Yeah. Well, I got a beginner's job for you if you're looking for something to do. It's a lot of money. Is any of that Orzov money? No. Insight. That's a six. Absolutely not. And what do we got to do for that money? Well, tomorrow there's a big shipment of coin that's going somewhere. Say that money doesn't get there, but instead finds its way into your own pockets. How much money are we talking about? A lot of money. Enough to bring a sword. When would you need us and where? Well, as I said, tomorrow morning the shipment's gonna be heading toward a particular place. I'd prefer it if it didn't get there. And what is the money intended to be used for? Who's it going to? I don't think you need to worry about that. You just hear Widget go, Oh, that's not good. And what needs to be done to capture that money? However you want to play it. Hey, 
I don't know anything. I'm just hoping something happens without me having to do anything about it. This sounds so shady. <laughs> and as a ministrant of the Orzov Syndicate, oh, you're fucking. So Lauren cannot think of a single reason why this, he he should agree to this. Oh, you think this is shady? Is that what you think? You put that together with your big Orzov brain over there? Look at this guy. This is there's nothing about this that's good. So Lauren just goes, "Thank you. I've heard enough." He gets up and goes back to the table that they were all sitting at. Uh, hey, that just means more money for the two of you if you want it. Lorzach looks to Perex. What can you tell us about the shipment? Well, you know, there's a lot of theaters here in Ravnicon, right? Some of them good, some of them bad. Some of them need protection. Some of them gotta pay for protection. Some of them are getting too good at paying protection. Makes the rest of us feel a little underappreciated. Let's say one of these big shots stop being able to afford protection. Maybe something happens. Maybe something doesn't. I don't know. And do you know where such a payment will be? Well, that's where it gets a little tricky. How so? Well, this particular destination happens to be smack dab in the middle of the 10th precinct. And that means you can expect to find the shipment on the Transguild Promenade. Big Street. Lots of people. Broad daylight. Is there any way to get a hold of the payment before it makes it to there? Well, that's another problem. Okay. Oh, boy. I can't. I'm going back. I'm going back to the table. <laughs> the widget just gets up and leaves. As you know, the Transkill Promenade is a bit of a crossroads, right? It all centers around that big statue of Agra's Kos, the hero of Ravnica. Well, we're not too sure what route they're going to be taking in. Could be north, could be south. It depends on which particular theaters owe in the payment. How about east or west? Could be them too. Okay. You're getting it. See, you're gonna do fine. And you don't know in which direction it will eventually be going, so we might be able to pinpoint where it starts? Well, you know how I said I wanted maybe one of these theaters to not be able to afford protection? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I wasn't being so truthful. Maybe it's more the type of situation where I don't really care whether or not the theaters can afford their payment. I just prefer the people protecting the theaters to not receive the payment for protection. And if we may ask, who would we be running afoul of by stopping that payment. I don't think you gotta worry about that. And who might we be running afoul of if we choose not to stop that payment? That you might need to worry about. Parix gets up and goes back to the table. <sighs> Last chance. Lorzach shakes his head sadly and says, I'm afraid I'm helpless without some of my partners. A good evening to you, sir. Yeah, that's too bad. Hey, I hope your next performance doesn't have any problems. And he waits for you guys to sit down, and then the ogre gets up and leaves. So Lauren goes back and gets Fakara, because Fakara is still frozen. <laughs> she's she's just confused. No, I'm like muttering to myself, reconsidering every life choice I've ever made and thinking that I have failed at everything. I had a along. chance at stardom. It was right there. Fakara. It slipped it through my hoops. It could have been. Fakara, come. Yeah, we're sitting over here. Okay, come. Okay, come back. Okay. You're still you're still doing good in the Boros. <laughs> I was going to show them how good I was. All right. Who's still kicking around? You guys are all still there? Yeah. Great. Can everybody make constitution saving throws, please? God damn it. With the aura. Even if I was drinking water? Yeah. Okay. 10. 25. 13. 29. Oh, Ooh. shit. Parix. Yeah. You're fine. Oh. 
Silorin, you're also fine. All right. Widget. Mm. Oh. Is fine. Hey. Lorzach, you've been poisoned. <gasps> How? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have met. I can detect it, but I can't fight it. I don't have a counter poison. Hmm. I do. Really? So Lauren notices something wrong with Lorzach, lays a finger on him, and casts Lesser Restoration to remove the poison. Hey! Hey! That's awesome! Lesser Restoration! Oh! Hey, that's pretty good. That's good. What's going on, Lorzach? Talk to me. Then he sort of coughs and sputters as this venom leaves his body as quickly as it began. I haven't the slightest idea. The drinks? Perhaps it's time to leave. I'm going to fill Fakara in on everything that was just laid out to us and say, if this person just tried to poison Lorzach, I would love to make sure that payment goes through just fine. How are we supposed to make sure that this payment arrives? We have to find the payment. Transguild promenade. Yeah. 10 a.m., he said? That's when it arrives, so we should start now. Also, Lorzach. Oh, no. You happen to look down at your cocktail napkin as you guys are picking yourself up to leave. And everyone seems to just be a rather blank red cocktail napkin, except yours happens to have a big black spot drawn on it. Hmm. Norzach <laughs> stuffs the napkin inside his glass and leaves. <laughs> Walking out after Lorzach. Roll initiative. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Lorzach steps in his glass and leaves. Roll initiative. Well, now, my fine feathered friends, it seems like some shady shit is going on in the underbelly of Ravnica. Would there happen to be four distinct theaters that could happen to be the end of a crossroads? We could maybe go talk to some of them? Mm, I don't know. If you guys are going to go this route, if you're going to go the route of trying to make the payment go through, you're going to need some information Yeah. <laughs> from the other party involved, because you just pissed off the dude who was going to give you all the information you needed to stop it. So now we need to find that guy. Now you got to find whoever the money is going to uh, in hours. <laughs> Uh, He's before we fully leave, yeah, is it possible to talk to maybe a manager <laughs> or the owner of this place? Sure, they might know something about something that has to do with something to do with theaters. Maybe. Or about the ogre? Yeah, is that the the MC? Who 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 would I find? <laughs> yes. Oh no. Well, hey, it's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh, dreams. Um. Looks like you're starting a stage career. Uh, yes. Is everyone doing all right? How are the drinks? We're not from around here. We're tourists. Oh, and uh, you don't say. And we just had a conversation. We're worried that someone is trying to hurt the theaters of Ravnica by stealing their money. Because someone just offered us money to steal it. And we're trying to make sure that doesn't happen. Oh, no. Who do, would do such a terrible thing? It's brilliant. Does your establishment pay protection from anybody? That's a very personal question. Well, someone might be trying to steal it, so we're trying to help. Oh, it's difficult in the city of Ravnica to thrive in the arts. Sometimes we need a little bit of help. The banks are certainly not very considerate. Looks at Saloran. Yep. Checks out. We are sort of forced to hire protection in the form of not bothering us from a certain individual. Many of the theaters do it. And who are you being protected from and who is generally getting paid to protect you? I don't want to rat anyone out, but <laughs> if you must know, I can give you a clue. Uh, yes, that would be ideal. On the Tin Street, there is a small little eatery without a name. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Parents <laughs> exclaims at full velocity. Go on. 
Would, would I? Might I? You chose this side. Uh, damn it! You chose this side. God damn it! Go inside and order the special. Perhaps the <laughs> special special. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And just see what happens. Who is that ogre that was on the corner table? I'm sorry, but I don't know. Did you see where he went? No. Ah, that would be too easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He, uh, if you follow him right now, he'll leave you right to the end of the campaign. Uh, I am going to write in my notes, fuck Brian, back to Frankie Peanuts. On the next encounter party it's damned if you do damned if you don't as an unlucky encounter paints a target on the back of Lorzach Rod's speaker our party heads out to meet with an old friend one Mr. Frankie Peanuts Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media based on the worlds of Dungeons & Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Hey, how's everybody doing? This is Grenadier Widget Retired. Now that I got a lot of free time on my hand, uh, I'm going to spend a lot more time on the internet. So be like me. Head over to social media, subscribe to the Instagrams and the Twitters, And if you want to talk, that'd be great. Pop over to the Facebook discussion group. And if that still ain't enough for you to do, because, you know, you got a lot more time on your hand than you were prepared for, then head over to EncounterParty.com, where you can see news and updates all the time.